and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. We're back. Here on Taco the Town, we talk mostly two things, politics and tacos. That's pretty much it. Today, we have a very special political episode of T3, where we hope to get to the bottom of the future of tacos in Kansas City and the future of Kansas City in general. We hope you'll stick around because this one is very, very important. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a very bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my cryo-freeze doctor says that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we'll review another great Kansas City taco joint. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Adelita's, located at 2502 Northwest Vivian Road, Northmore, Missouri, 64150 Northmore. Hmm. That's the Riverside area in the Northland. Adelita's offers you to join them and try their homemade tamales and soups, authentic Mexican platters and flavors. They have happy hour from three to five, half off margaritas and beers. And they also offer hamburgers, fries, and onion rings. Wait a minute. This is a taco place, right? Hmm, interesting. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. We've got some very special guests joining us this week on Taco the Town. She was born in Kansas City and grew up in the heart of Missouri, in Branson, Missouri. As a radio personality in Branson, she once met country music legend Dolly Parton and also got a sweet kiss from Miss Loretta Lynn. Oh my goodness. She's a graduate of Missouri State University and the University of Missouri. At MU, she was roommates with two members of the band Sun Eaters, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and Taco the Town theme song author Scott Hartley. She was influential in the Sun Eater sound as she was the person that introduced Scott and Chris to the Ozark Mountain Daredevils and Vanilla Fudge. Since 2003, she has served as the director of pro bono services for Shook, Hardy, and Bacon, where she is a champion for Kansas City's most vulnerable citizens. As a Kansas City council member, she has worked closely with Mayor Sly James to turn Kansas City into a world-class 21st century city. Representing Kansas City's 4th District, she was appointed by Mayor James to serve as the chair of the Airport Committee, vice chair of the Finance and Governance Committee, and member of the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. Prior to serving on the Kansas City Council, Jolie represented the Kansas City area and the Missouri State Senate. While in Jefferson City, she served as the Senate Democratic Leader and was the chair of the Senate Standing Committee on Progress and Development and ranking member of both the Judiciary Committee and the Senate's Committee on Jobs, Economic Development, and Local Government. She lives with her partner, Lucy Bardwell, and their brood of rescue dogs. She is also currently a candidate in the upcoming Kansas City mayoral election. Welcome to Taco the Town, Jolie Justice. Thank you. What an intro. That was really, really long. 
<laughs> Where is that executive producer that wrote that? That's crazy. I, I mean, I love the opening part. <laughs> You've got to meet Dolly Parton and got a sweet kiss from Miss Loretta Lynn in Branson, Missouri. Yeah, on the lips. Wow. It was a kiss on the lips. It was amazing. I was in Nashville. And when I was a little kid, my little sister met George Jones Ooh. in a bar in a Marriott in Nashville. So that's our old country yeah. family connection. I hope so. he did not kiss her on the lips. He did not. He did say, hey, good looking. What's cooking? Oh, and that's, that's one pretty of his, amazing. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Well, I worked at the only radio station in Branson. So every time a star came through town, they had to come in and cut the one-liners. Oh, cool. And so I got, you know, working nights, I would be able to uh, sit there and everybody who came in, Roy Clark... Oh, wow. Dino Kartsanakis. That was a big one. <laughs> Dolly Parton. It was amazing. That's cool. So, yeah. wow. And that was before Branson. Was that before Branson? It was Branson? actually during the, the, the explosion. Yeah. 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 This was the, uh, the early, eight, late 80s, early 90s. Wow. Yeah. I was there in 84. That yeah. was the last totally time different. I was there. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Let's meet our second guest. He's an actor, writer, podcast host. You might know him from his TV roles in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, True Blood, Hot in Cleveland, What I Like About You. His podcast is Bigfoot Collectors Club, which can be found wherever you find podcasts. He's currently the writer on the comic book Adventure Van, published by Golden Apple Books. He is also our roving Taco Bell reporter. You might know him from a segment here on the show, Michael Tech Talks on Taco Bell. Takes on. Takes on Taco Bell. Welcome back to Taco of the Town, Michael McMillan. Hey, thanks. One of your guests is an amazing person changing the world. The other is a slouch who likes to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, what ha I mean, how's your... You haven't given us a Taco Bell drive through report. Are, did you just hit uh, a wall on that? I'm sorry about that. It's just because we've narrowed it down to the menu items that really scare me. And I'm also trying to currently lose weight for a thing oh. called pilot season. Okay. And uh, I also have high cholesterol, so oh. I'm a little scared of going back. I will. I just got to pace it correctly. I've been looking forward to your review of the double chalupa, the boat-sized uh, chalupa. Yeah, I heard about that, and I'm scared. The last time you reviewed, you had some bad experiences, didn't you? You did not enjoy what you ate. Yeah, I think that kind of turned me off for good. I ate one of those pot meat pocket tacos. What is that called? Uh Meat pocket. Oh, uh, Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, Crunchwrap Supreme. It 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 was like eating. Imagine if someone was carrying like a bunch of Taco Supremes in their purse, and the contents spilled out, and then you still just had to eat it with the purse included. It it felt like that. It was like a bottomless mom purse of Taco Supreme. It is kind of like a purse. Yeah. I had to put it down. <laughs> I felt very bad. Afterwards. And you didn't like the nacho fries either. I did not. And I just recently auditioned to be on and got a callback for a Taco Bell commercial where so, pr promoting the nacho fries. And I, I quietly uh, texted Dave like, hey, uh, can you just temporarily untag me on social media in case I get this job? Because now this this I will say this podcast is now interfering with my my livelihood <laughs> as well as my health. And you didn't get the role, right? I did not. Do you think they saw your review? It's possible. Maybe, yeah. Sorry, Every, man. I'm in Hollywood. Everyone is, and I'm sure Jolie being a politician can add to this, but like everyone's checking everyone's social media these yeah. days. Yeah. Wow. So Jolie, you haven't been on the show yet. Me and Michael need to know, what's your taco backstory? Did you grow up 
a taco lover? Do you still partake of tacos? What's your taco history? So I, I grew up a taco lover, a huge taco fan to this day. So my taco experience was probably like a lot of other folks. Uh, started with the kind of taco bar experience at home. Typical taco for us was a crunchy shell. I can't remember the name, but they came in the white box with like 12 of them and you put them in the oven for a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Ortega? Yeah, no, they were, they were, it, it, I know the white box. The yellow oh, the white box, box was Old El Paso, right? Yeah. But it was wrapped in plastic, which I thought was fascinating. So wrapped in plastic, white box, 12 shells, heated up with, you know, basically just the taco seasoning and the ground meat. You had the shredded cheddar cheese. Uh, Mom used the- Oh, La Tiara. Yes. La Tiara. That's it. 12 taco Ooh. shells. That's that what is it, is. it. Good one. Yeah. And so Google mom one. used the side of the cheese grater with the big holes. So it had kind of the big pieces yeah. of cheddar cheese on that. And then uh, lettuce and uh, chopped tomatoes. I don't remember salsa joining us until really kind of later on. Maybe they didn't have salsa in Branson until maybe the 80s or something, you know, or maybe it just didn't make it to our house. So yeah, we didn't yeah. do it salsa. Fell off the salsa truck on the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, Salsa came later, I think, in my family too. We, or at least I didn't put it on my tacos. Right. Salsa was a marketing push of 1989. You La think? Tiara, there we got a box of them right here. Yeah, they just walked in. Oh that is gosh. exactly right. They literally just walked. They in. They still have the white box. Wow, look at that. Yeah, wrapped wow. in plastic. White. These are white corn. Yeah. Oh, so are these the kind you use? We sir? used yellow corn in our in our family, but uh, yeah, we were a yellow corn family too. Yeah. I love that yellow corn taco. Yeah, but we, you know that kind of guides how you look at tacos for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so I remember we I didn't come from a family of of cooks at all, and so that was about as extensive as our home cooked meals was a taco bar. So kind of has an important place in my it's life. It's the American taco. I recently heard on another podcast about what? the sorry about the history of another taco podcast. Uh, no, 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 oh. another food podcast. Okay. All right, good. Uh, good. They were talking about El Torti El Torita. Or El Torito, in it's which is a, a big chain on the West Coast, and they were talking about that the guy who invented that came back from World War II. It ties, it actually tied into your tiki stuff. But the the, the guy who did that started a tiki restaurant where he served tacos, and then it became just a taco place. Oh wow! But a lot of the stuff that we grew up with in our houses and homes were a very Americanized version of what a taco is. When did you first venture out and experience authentic tacos, Jolie? Do you remember that moment? The first time I remember having tacos outside of the home, and I am confident they were not authentic to anything, was a place called Taco Hut. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, they were amazing for a few different reasons. Uh, one is they had this amazing root beer with the little, uh, the ice it's like rabbit turds. You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah. Rabbit turd ice. Yeah. 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 So I just, and the root beer was just so frosty and it was amazing. So that was the first time I remember having tacos outside of the home. I suspect it was probably college or, or thereafter that I found out that tacos were not um, the yellow corn tortilla mm -hmm. with seasoning and ground beef and shredded cheese and lettuce and tomatoes. You were telling us earlier that you had some amazing out of, out of this world tacos last night. No, I think that I said that they were kind of interesting. Oh, interesting tacos. Yeah, so. yeah. So I had, a, I had a really interesting taco last night. So I went to Taqueria Mexico on Rainbow Boulevard mm -hmm. last night. Or Rainbow, is it Boulevard? Road, Rainbow. Rainbow, Rainbow Bridge. Rainbow Street. Rainbow Bridge. That's where animals go when they die. That's also where Thor lives. Oh, wow. In Asgard. It's 
Wait, uh, do animals, when animals die, do they go to Asgard? Yeah, I think so. Do you think that Odin is taking care of all of our dead animals? Waiting for us to get across the bridge. That makes a lot of sense now. Wow. This is getting a lot deeper than you promised. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was going to be about tacos. <laughs> all of our dead pets are part of the extended Marvel Comics movie universe. Taqueria Mexico is on Rainbow and Southwest Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've got, and actually they have one in the Northeast too, and, yep. and they may have others. So those are the three I'm aware of. There's two on Southwest Boulevard, aren't there? There's a lot of them. But but last night I went in and I, I wanted, I was hankering some tacos, and I did something a little bit unusual. They have a Nepalis, you know, which is cactus, mm-hmm. and I asked, for that taco and they they started asking me questions and they said do you want cilantro i said no and we have to talk about that i've got a genetic thing where it tastes like soap oh yeah you're one of the soap people i'm one of the yeah. soap people i think yeah. i might be a soap people too yeah okay. which is a shame and then they said so no cilantro i said no thank you and they said well what about onions and i'm like nah, i'm not feeling the onions right now and they're like so you basically just want a bunch of cactus in a tortilla. And I'm like, well, no. And so they let me kind of riff on my own thing. And so they gave me some beans and they gave me the cactus and then they put them in these soft corn tortillas. And then I was able to just kind of do some other stuff from the, and, and it didn't have enough crunch to it though. So I was crunching up some chips. I just, I went all crazy. It sounds like if you win the mayoral election, they need to put this on the menu as the mayor justice taco. That that would probably be a very good idea. We probably would have to do the one on Southwest Boulevard because I was, to be clear, in Kansas last night. And I am oh, running so- for mayor of Kansas City, Missouri. Fair enough. Yeah. I feel like, the influence can run across state line and absolutely absolutely so these tacos were cactus tacos yes and they take the the sharp stuff out so you're not <laughs> they do penetrating they do. your mouth with the yeah uh, you don't have needle. to take them out yourself or anything okay. like that which what does cactus taste like you know that's a good question you know the green <laughs> beans when they're french cut you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Kind of like that. Have you ever had a cactus cooler, Dave? The soda pop, a cactus cooler? No. It's like a popular sodi. I think that's in the Southwest. And you can get it in California, too. It's like an old school. Uh-oh, wow. And it tastes like a refreshing cactus cactus drink. So it's the is it the water from a cactus? Yeah, it's like the innards of... It's like that flavory green beanie. <laughs> watery <laughs> green beanie. <laughs> watery flavor. I don't know. Wow. It doesn't taste. It doesn't taste like much, right? No, yeah, no. There's not a lot to it. That's why when they kept taking the ingredients out, they were looking at me like you're really not going to like what we're bringing to you. Yeah. So I just created my own right there on the fly. What are some of your favorite taco places in Kansas City throughout the years? You know, I have to tell you because of the way that I like to create kind of crazy tacos, I, I think my favorite place is uh, no joke at home because you okay. can just do whatever you want. I might as well just kind of get this out of the way right now. I'm a vegetarian, Dave. Okay. I'm a vegetarian. All right. And that means one of the first things I look for in a taco is, is there meat? And a lot of places in town have meat in their tacos. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, so yeah. So I think that there's some places, though, that I love kind of uh, comfort food tacos. I love Rudy's. They have a ridiculous fried bean taco. Just, it's absurd. It makes no sense whatsoever. And I love it. You can do a lot with beans in taco dishes. Yeah. They're delicious. I think bean is a good substitute for for meat in any Mexican dish. Are you a black bean, refried bean, pinto bean? I'm either a black bean or a pinto bean. I mean, refried beans are are fine, but, you know, they're just kind of 
blah. So you got to have something crunchy if you're going to have a refried bean. You got to mix something else in with it. Refried beans are the cactus of beans. Yeah. So imagine a taco that was just refried beans and cactus, which is what <laughs> they brought to, to me last night. I have never even <laughs> thought about eating a cactus before. Yeah. So Yeah. So that's what they brought to me last night. But then through some creative use of the salsa that was already on the table and then crunching up some of the chips that were on the table... Got, You're really into crunching up these chips. I tell you what, I, I to me, a taco has a crunch. <laughs> do you ha- do you break the chips apart? You keep using your hands. Well, like and you can't see that on the are podcast. You, are you going to crumble all your chips up before you I don't eat normally them? do this. This is the first time I've ever done such a thing. Okay, cool. But there was nothing crunchy in these tacos. They were soft corn tortillas. They were soft cactus and, and refried beans. It needed crunch. We like to check the taco news stories of the week here on Taco of the Town. This is called Checking the Taco Ticker. You guys like to check the taco ticker with me? Let's go. Yes. All right, let's do it. <laughs> taco ticker story number one. Julie, you might have some good insights on this. This has to do with airport food oh, and airports. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You are on the airport council, is that correct? Uh, yeah, I'm the chair of the airport committee. How is that going? We are building a new airport. Awesome. I am very excited about it. Now, is it going to be, how many stories tall is it going to be? Because tall airports are good, right? Sure. Like absolutely. Maybe a 10 story airport. So, so yeah, typically airports are not multi story. <laughs> um, um, not really a lot of, of utility behind a multi storied airport. It right. is going to be very tall, though, and airy, which is nice. Okay. Uh, we're also going to have a couple things that you're going to really love. We're going to have some bathrooms. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What about taco places? Oh, inside? heck yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Are yeah. you guys bringing back the motto? jazzing up the place from KCI's last renovation? You know, it's interesting with as much as my life has been consumed by the airport over the last three years, we have not talked about the motto. And I think that's kind of a really short-sighted thing that I have, yeah, I need to get to work on that. How about tacoing up the place? I'm I'm all for that if you want to throw that in. What about uh, land over here? Or land ho! Kansas City. How about that? You know what? Let me get some focus groups together and see how that works. You can have a boat with wings. That could be the logo. And it says, Land Ho, Kansas City. Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you building a whole new airport or is it going to be where KCI is So we are building a whole new airport and it's actually an airport terminal. I should be clear. Oh, thank you. We are building a whole new airport terminal and it will be located where Terminal A is right now. Oh. So as soon as the FAA gives us the green light, and that takes a little bit because we have to do some environmental stuff. We are going to tear down Terminal A, which is not in use right now, and we're going to build a brand new terminal right there. Whoa. Now, I've got a serious question, actually. Now, let's turn this into a real show <laughs> because, look, I'm at the airport every week. Right. And the thing I love about the airport is I can drive right, essentially right up to the gate. I mean, right. I walk 100 yards right. and I am ready to get on the plane right. from my car. Right. Will that convenience still be a, a part of the new airport? Absolutely, and then some. All right. Yeah. Good answer. So you are you are going to have all of the convenience that you love today, and conveniences you never even knew existed. If I had my own personal helicopter, can I land it on top of KCI? You cannot. 
Okay. Will no, you, st- you cannot. Will you still Others might, but retain yeah. the feeling of once you enter the airport or the terminal or getting off a plane into the terminal, will you retain the feeling of walking into a depressing set from an old Star Wars film? Yeah, like maybe it was designed by some North Korean prison guard. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. we're going to ditch that. We, okay. we, we did some, some, some work on that and decided that we're going to go away from sort of the murder dungeon um, effect and well, we're going to... Yeah, the feeling that or you're you in can, the wrong place. You're like, am I in the right place? Right, right. <laughs> no. Is this a real city? Yeah, no, we're, we're going we're gonna to mix it up a bit. We're okay. going to make it more of a welcoming front door for Kansas City that you can pull right up to and get right to your gate. Oh, I love that. Well, here, here's the that. taco ticker uh, story about airports. So the Austin airport, the Austin Bergstrom International Airport, last year it's, it broke its passenger traffic record for an eighth consecutive year. More tellingly, it sold tons and tons of brisket and breakfast tacos. I had breakfast tacos at that place. Really? Yeah. I went to Austin for a wedding last April, and I definitely ate breakfast tacos because I needed to eat something at on the, the way at the airport on the way out. In and 2000, they were very, uh, they were plentifully available. So 13.8 million travelers passed through the Austin airport, and they consumed 61.5 tons of brisket, 6,000, How do you say that? <laughs> Is that a phone number? 6,800. <laughs> Breakfast tacos. Call that number now. 18,300 <laughs> bottles of Shinerbach beer. Wow. Yeah, it, I noticed that. I have to say, uh, when I was at the airport, I was like, there's a lot of barbecue and a lot of like Tex-Mex places here. I mean, it's it, it's it's uh, basically what they have instead of Au Bon Pond or whatever the hell that stuff is in most airports. Yeah, we, we just need more food in our airport, I yes, think. Yes, we do. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there's only a couple of food options once you get past security. Yeah. I, I do need to say just to thank you to the tequilaria. Um, I have been trapped at KCI on several occasions for hours, and if it weren't for the tequila area, I'd probably be dead. It's a bad place <laughs> to get trapped. Oh, KCI. yeah, I can't think of a worse place to get trapped. Yeah, but like- what we're going to have with the new terminal is all of those food options, they're going to be past security, which is just, to me, amazing. Oh, nice. The, the problem with KCI now is that it's just not set up for security. The security kind of ruins. You want to hear yeah. just a little bit of trivia, and it'll go super fast. The geometry of our airport, that circle, it was completely state-of-the-art when it opened in 1972. Mm-hmm. But within months after it opened, we actually had the change with the FAA where you had to separate the ticketing from the boarding, and so you had to build that wall. Yeah. And oh, that's wow. really oh. that's what ended – that's what made our, our airport obsolete basically the day that we you know what I th- wow. You know what I think, Joel, you'd make a good mirror – it's because you're taking accountability for what the things they did wrong in the airport back in the in 70s. 1972. You say we, <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, we did that wrong. Dave, you'll be happy to know that the Southwest Terminal, uh, which is Terminal Number One at LAX, just redid the entire place. There's a whole new f- awesome food court there that includes a Trejos tacos. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I've never had Trejos tacos. Oh, well, well the next tra- time you visit me and you fly out, you'll be able to get your Trejos tacos right there at the airport. Well, they let me bring them on the plane and eat them on oh, the plane? Oh, yes. It's Absolutely. past security. Okay. Dave, just out of curiosity, as we're planning the new terminal, which Kansas City taco institution would you like to see beyond security? Oh, dude. That's oh. tough. That's a question. I would say got to be authentic. Got to be one from one of our authentic All right. KCK or KCMO. So Southwest probably not Boulevard. in a tub. In a tub on a plane. <laughs> that would be fun. 
<laughs> uh, I say you got to have in a tub in, in a, there. I mean, in addition to whatever Dave says, you've got to have in a tub. In a tub. You pass in a tub every time you go to the airport. Yeah. So, um, And plus, you know, they say the, the thing we found out on the show is that in a tub is the Missouri sort of trashy taco place. Whereas, what's the place you guys go to? Taco? Taco Villa. Taco Villa is the Kansas. Okay, so they've kind of got a... So, in a tub really needs to be in the airport. What if we did a... Call it in a tub, in a, in a tub plane. of Villa or something. Oh. I mean, like, maybe doing a combo mash of the two? Up. Yeah, a like a Kentaco hut, but yeah. it's a mashup of... Tub of Villa. <laughs> in a Villa? <laughs> in a tub of Vita. It sounds like a song. In a tub of Vita. <laughs> I think that was a... In a tub of Vita, Vita baby. baby. Strawberry alarm clock song <laughs> one point. I think Port Fonda would be a good Oh, yeah. Spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. I'm hearing thumbs down across Keep it the local. Taco yeah. tank, maybe, to keep with the transportation theme. Yeah, Because some... people use tanks often to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have a half of a real <laughs> tank inside the airport and have people serving tacos out of the real taco tank. It'd be like be a great. taco truck, but a taco tank. Yeah. And it, it makes you feel safer. Oh, yeah. I clearly see a tank and think safety. <laughs> and then when kids when kids come, you could shoot a taco out of the cannon and, and have them catch it. Or shoot a kid out of the cannon into a pile of tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this new airport's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Are all I'm these things happening? Yeah, Are these well, of confirmed? course. Absolutely. Confirmed right here on the show. <laughs> so whatever you do, don't muck it up by putting in a burrito place. <laughs> Okay. I will do my best. Tacos only. Okay. Well, that's a political, that's a politician answering that question there. I will do my best. That means that there's no guarantees on that burrito place, Dave. What What about a salsa fountain? You know, we've, we've been talking a lot about a fountain. And, uh, you know, first there was city this. City of fountains. It's a city of fountains. You know, we had a concern about a barbecue sauce fountain that might get kind of gummed up. But I'm thinking salsa is a little bit more. I don't know, fluid or, or I don't know, maybe not. Because yeah, it depends on the salsa. Chunks in it, maybe that might. Yeah. How about to... a tequila place called the Salsa Bar? And there's a salsa fountain and you can get lots of tequila. Or a tequila fountain. A tequila fountain. Yeah. That'd well, be good. Is that place still at the airport that has the stuffed Norm from Cheers sitting at the bar? I don't think so. Okay. That was really weird. There used to be a stuffed like Norm. George Wint. Yeah. <laughs> It was, and it was called Cheers, wasn't it? I think there was. Are you yeah. sure I think there was a Cheers. The actual George Went. He does a lot of dinner theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, he actually Missouri, isn't he? I don't know if he's from Missouri, but he's done the the dinner theater here in town yeah. a lot. It might have just been George Went waiting for his plane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was him. Well, thanks for checking that taco ticker with me. Let's get on to some serious political talk. Wait, Dave, before we move on to the taco ticker. I think I let spoil when I said that I auditioned for a Taco Bell commercial earlier that the nacho fries are coming back. Really? Because it was a nacho inside Hollywood Scoop, everyone. Taco alert. Taco alert. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh, about bringing the nacho fries back. Just so you know. Are they, they going to be any different? I don't know. What did the script say? I couldn't say? tell from the copy. Can you tell me what the script It was sci-fi said? based. Uh, I didn't you, sign an NDA. so Can I you give us whatever. a line from it? These go straight to my short-term memory, and then they, they're, they're out. I just remember I had to wear a lab coat at the callback <laughs> and pretend I was on a computer. And then I thought, maybe I should do something else with my life. <laughs> do you think... <laughs> I want them to Like fi- mathematician see, or what? <laughs> I want them to fill Anything. the fries with the nacho cheese. I know we don't talk about the B word here, but what if they made a burrito-sized nacho fry that was full of meat and cheese? That sounds like something Taco Bell would do. 
<laughs> it does sound like something. Tacos. Or why not make a taco-sized fry that you hollow out? That's what I'm saying. And fill it up. Like you can a do taco. both. You fill it with the nacho fries. No, the nacho. It's one giant nacho fry <laughs> that you inject like a Twinkie, but bigger. That you inject with the beef, with the, the beef and the cheese and lettuce. the sour cream filling. It sounds good to me. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> All right. Thanks for checking the taco ticker with me, guys. Oh, wait. Look who just entered the studio. It's executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and he's got our tacos. Hello, everybody. I brought tacos for everybody. Yay. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Why don't I distribute the tacos and describe what we have from Abuelitas today? How, how was Abuelitas? Was it busy today? It wasn't busy today, but it's, it's sort of a holiday day, sort of. Okay. Jolie, here is your veggie crispy taco. Ooh. I had that last week. I've, she was just telling us that she likes a little crisp to her taco. I do. Well, there you go. And I tested it for you, kind of like when a king has their food tested for them oh, to make good. sure Thank you. it's okay. And then here's your veggie soft taco. Wow. Wasn't sure what you wanted. This variety is amazing. Thank you, Chris. Michael and Dave, you each can have a a cowboy taco. So pick pick a taco. Ooh, what's a cowboy what taco? What's a cowboy taco? I don't it know. Like There's a little hat a on it and a little holster. <laughs> avocado, some beef, maybe, maybe pork. This might be pork. It may be. Oh, yeah, and that's a nice little slice of avocado on there. That's, yes. That looks nice. Yeah, I'm seeing some bacon and uh, beef. It might be bacon and beef. That would make it kind of uh, cowboy-y. And this is a chory chicken, Michael. A chory chicken? Chory chicken. C-H-O-R-I. And chicken, chicken is spelled C-H-I-C-K-E-N. Oh, you. <laughs> Dave, you oh wow, look out. at the cheese also on Also, another that. avocado I take slice. the tacos out of the box, Dave. Is that cheese or is that grease? That is grease. These are these look delicious. I don't know about you guys, but these look real good. Oh, you're gonna put that in the box. I'm seeing a future heartburn. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Chris, did you see anyone there eating hamburgers? No, they in onion rings because they advertise that on their website. No one, no one dared ventured to have hamburgers or onion rings. Here's this is a detinga. Dave, take a detinga. Oh, what's in a detinga? Is this chicken? I don't know. (laughs) I just ordered. I this just, looks like shredded <laughs> pork or some chicken. Sure. Oh my gosh, these look delicious. And then the last is who said there wasn't enough food? Well, there was none a little <laughs> while ago. So we've gone from here are their street tacos. Oh, you got some street tacos. These too. are steak. She, I said, what's your best street taco? She said the steak. So that is what all right. I so ordered. taco experts, what what differentiates a street taco from a taco taco? Well, uh, in Los Angeles, the street tacos tend to be a little bit smaller, All right. a little bit more authentic, definitely soft shell, and they're good for sort of like when you've been out, uh-oh, the street taco is becoming a floor taco. That's falling apart. They tend to fall apart a little bit, but you see Why how not? they're a little bit the smaller? Oh, the tortillas, yeah. All then right. the big... Big uh, restaurant style tacos, Michael. Th- there's a lot of tacos on your plate. I know. I'm. I'm. I will be saying this right now. I cannot. Also, we're having tacos for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Jolie, do you want any of these uh, salsas? You know, I think I would have a salsa. Now that's the hot, right? The green. Sure, if you say so, Dave. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm guessing it's the hot. This looks like it could be. Why don't be you hot. sample it, that Dave? I'm going to go Verde. We have Verde. We got hot, we got mild, and we got medium. Jolie is trashing the studio. I am. <laughs> Just flipped over the Chris, microphone. Chris, we, we mentioned it briefly. 
tell us your history with Jolie. Now, she introduced you to the Ozark Mountain Daredevils and Vanilla Fudge. Yes. Jolie had an amazing vinyl collection, which Scott and I rated mightily throughout our history together. And we unofficially were roommates. Is that how we would describe it? Jolie spent a lot of time. I did spend a lot of time. In our domiciles. Yeah, I did. I was kind of just kind of just crashed, really. Just. Kind right. of like a squatter more than anything. <laughs> right. It so. was like a squatter. That's <laughs> kind of started first at, at Mark Twain dorm, and then y'all moved to the big house. Yes, on Anthony Street. On Anthony Street. And Anthony. I just continued to squat because I just, that seemed to be working out for and me. And it was delightful yeah, to have you with so. us. Well, what do you say? Let's put these tacos to the test. So I want to know what you guys think, what taco you're eating, what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. And let's just take it one taco at a time. Dave, since we have the same platter, where, where do you want to begin? I think I'm going to start with the cowboy. Jolie, you're the only one eating the vegetarian tacos. I'm going to start with the the hard shell, and I put a little lime on it because they they gave me a lime. Yeah, got to put some lime on there. Street taco is good. I need to get um, some salsa on it. Yeah. Michael, can you pass me a random salsa? Now, Chris, you say salsa with a Z. I do. Where'd that come from? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dave, when all my life growing up, I've been ignorant. And so I've just sort of pronounced words as I saw fit. Salsa, as I sort of I sort of glommed onto that. Like there are people who say Leslie, I say Leslie. I say Leslie too. Yeah. So there's something about Leslie and Salsa that makes me go to the Z sound as opposed to the S I like it sound. I like it. Actually, it's more exotic. I think if my um, dialects lessons from college are still correctly aligned in my brain, Leslie is correct because the S follows a a vowel but precedes a consonant. So that's when you get the Z sound. Salsa is actually salsa because it's uh, the S follows a consonant, but it's before a vowel. So okay. Then you, per, you it's an unvocalized S. Now these. In the, as like other things in the English language, some of this, some of these rules don't apply across the board. But in general, that's how you can tell how you're supposed to vocalize or unvocalize that S. See, there you go. I'm ignorant. You bring in an educated person, they tell you how to do it. Well, you're correct about Leslie. It's right about that. What if it's more fun to say Salsa? Well, it's more fun to say. Well, now you're adding an accent where it doesn't belong, but you can do whatever you want. It's your podcast. <laughs> okay, um, Mr. Professor. So this uh, this cowboy taco, it's good. It feels very, very heavy. It, it is a heavy taco. And like a cowboy, I'd say that the texture is remnant of a, a saddle or some, some leather. It's a little chewy. And a little, a little tough. You think that's why they call it a cowboy taco? Because yeah. it tastes like a saddle, <laughs> but like in a good way, I guess. Yeah, I love the, I love the combo of the bacon and avocado. The flavor's good. I will, I will say that the flavor's good. How are you guys tacos doing? Good. You know, it's interesting. So it's um, the veggie taco is, you know, shell. It is refried beans and it is lettuce and tomatoes. Here, would you like some chips to crumble on that taco? No, because I've got the hard shell. You want to make it a justice taco? <laughs> so I think I'm doing okay. Okay, all right. I may need that for the soft shell one, though. Okay. So, no, so it's it's interesting. They they really, I think, it's good that they sent the salsas or salsas because... So diplomatic. There is, I know, I'm a politician <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, there's no, without that, it's just very bean. Very beanie. Very yeah. beanie. 
Very beany. So you Straight definitely bean. need you definitely need the addition of, of the condiments with this taco. Uh, Dave, which you which one are you hitting next? I'm gonna hit this. Um, what did you call this, Chris? The second taco that you gave us, or the first taco? The El Tingo. Maybe there was a cowboy tacos. I think the third one was El Tingo's. Yeah. Uh, oh, the chicken. Oh yeah, um, the one you had a spell churry, for me. Churry chicken. Or churry something. chicken. Yeah, churry let's chicken. try that. This has avocado on it too. I'm so I'm guessing this is chorizo and chicken. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's a good. Oh, this good is gonna call. be good. So as you, that's not bad. As you eat your tacos, and you know, I apologize for being late. Did you go over with Jolie whether you know her her stand on whether or not she's going to make Kansas City a taco town versus a barbecue town? We haven't touched on that yet. I was going to save that okay. for the town of the tacos segment. All right, excellent. Where we get down to the serious taco right. politics. Did All we right. go into her years? As a radio personality in yes. the Branson area. We, we touched did. on that a bit. Yeah, we uh, talked about how I had a chance to meet with many of the shining lights of the country and, and Western music Shoji Chibuchi. Did oh you meet with goodness. Shoji? Yes, I completely forgot about Shoji. Of course, he was a regular. Absolutely. Did you ever get invited back to Shoji Chibuchi's mansion? I have never been back to his mansion, but but Shoji Tabuchi had dinner at my house one night. So you, you invited Whoa. him to your house. Yeah. I was kidding yeah. about Shoji Tabuchi. No. You he, really know Shoji Tabuchi. Absolutely. He what came to be, dinner at our what house. What would be the trinity of, of St- Branson stars? Would it be Andy Williams, rest in peace, Shoji Tabuchi, and Yako Shmirnoff? Would that be the three? No, no, oh. you can't call it, can't count Yakov. Although, did you see he's building a new <laughs> condominium office complex called Yakov Towers? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> well, I know where I'm retiring. <laughs> in America. What a country. Um, and in, Were um, you with Scott Hartley, bass player of the Sun Eaters, author of the Taco, the Town theme songs, when he was at 7-Eleven? And Yakov Shmirnov just pulled up to the front door of 7-Eleven. I like, was, but the story's a little bit wrong. It was the Walmart. Oh, the Walmart. The local Walmart. So he just parked in front, got out, and just left So, yeah, so he, he had a Jaguar and the personalized license plates. Any guesses? Comrade. Uh, comrade, excellent. Of course. I was going to say like a smushed <laughs> combo of what a country. Yeah, W-H-T-A-C-N-T. Yeah, so he just pulled right up on the sidewalk waiting for his wife to come out. She uh, came out. He was mad. Came out with a basket full of stuff she'd apparently taken a long time and and, uh, mainly arts and crafts type thing. She was going to do some bedazzling that day. Oh. (laughs) And uh, he was not happy with how long it took to get out of that Walmart. An American wife? A Missourian wife? What did did he have? You know, honestly, I did not stop to ask her 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 ethnic background. Are you asking Julie to judge a person? By their looks, right? I was just—that was a trick. I wanted to see if she'd fall for it. She She's was an super fancy. Politician. <laughs> what what other dirt do you have on Yakov? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the extent of of my Is my there like Yaakov. a column in the local Branson newspapers, like look what Yakov did this week. <laughs> there wasn't a there wasn't a secret meeting between you and Yakov at some point in your political career. No. Where he offered you some information on no, your opponents. No, there was no Yakov collusion whatsoever. <laughs> okay. That, that did Hashtag not exist. no collusion. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, yeah, I, I, I don't, I just don't include him as part of the, the, the kind of trifecta. I mean, first of all, you can't talk about Branson without talking about Boxcar Willie and Roy Clark, because those two fellas were the ones who really said, "Come on down here, let's have some shows." 
God rest I mean, their souls. And then, and then also you have to take into account the folks who started it all, like the Presleys and the Bald Knobbers. Bald Knobbers. I mean, that's a big deal. And I, I mean, don't know any brands in history. I don't really. think we can use the term Bald Knobber. What? Do, oh. Is that is that an okay term to use? I think it's their last name. Is it PG? It is the name of their sh- music show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Branson's a family town. Again, so. with my ignorance. So the Bald Knobbers were the first country music show in Branson. They started in 1967. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the first the first one to be on that strip, you know, the Ozark Mountain. What do they call it? I should probably know. 76 Music Boulevard. I'm sorry. We called it the Strip. Um, that was the Presleys. They were the first there. So. And they're the cousins of Elvis Presley? You know, I hope so. Distant uncles? I mean, don't you think? You really want that to be the case. Yeah. I never asked. Never asked him. But yeah, no one ever really... asked to see their license and see if they really were Presleys? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever go to Silver Dollar City? I worked at Silver Dollar you did? City. I did. Man, that's I my did. only Branson memory as a child is yeah. going down to Silver Dollar City. My cousin once lost her purse on the fire and the whole ride, and she had to go back in, and they wouldn't shut the roller coaster off while she was looking for her purse. <laughs> <laughs> that seems really smart. And it was frightening and very loud and scary, but she found her purse, I think. so. That's amazing. Yeah. That is, to this day, the only roller coaster in the world that I will ride. Really? There's a little piece of trivia for you. Fire in the hole? Fire in the hole. Only now, roller coaster I will ride. What about worlds of fun? Nope. You won't you won't ride anything? Too scared. Only ride one roller coaster. Have you ever been to Disneyland? I have. Did you ride Big Th- Big Thunder Mountain Railroad? Because it's sort of like fire in the hole. Well. And, and it's not that scary. To be clear, I've ridden some, I mean, I went on Space Mountain. I mean, that's a big deal. Space Mountain's the best. Yeah. It's so, my favorite, one of my favorite yeah. theme park rides of all and time. And I think I can handle that one because it's dark. And, I, you know, something interesting just happened. Chris Garibaldi came in and gave a Tecate to everybody except for me. And Would I'm you, thinking this that... This is your Tecate. Oh, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that Thank you, you so much. Can you I pass me that Tecate, Michael? <laughs> I didn't know who wanted the extra Tecate. I thought you were drinking water. Fun uh, Tecate story. One time, me, Chris, and your son, uh, Thomas, we were watching uh, the new Creed 1. The yes. new Creed is technically Creed 2. Right, right. The old We Creed. were watching Creed, Creed 1. Creed 1. At the time, it was titled Creed 1, so we knew there was a, a sequel on the way. And, the, and their big ad in that movie, all the ad placement in that movie is Tecate, and we were watching it with Thomas, and Thomas is, he was, how old was he then? A couple years ago. And uh, we just started talking about Tecate a lot, and then we like were out somewhere eating tacos, and he's like, hey, maybe you guys can go get some Tecate and <laughs> come back home and drink some Tecate, and we'll just hang out. It's like, that's a great idea, Thomas. So he was really all about Tecate. I love my 13-year-old son suggesting that we get some Tecate. Not for him, of course, but for us. He was looking out for our needs. Are you done with your... I think I am. Yeah, what's the final... What's the final... Um, Julie, um, what's way. everybody think about these tacos? Oh! Taco Tower. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so right. this second taco, Michael, it had some like, what was that in the there? The chicken chorizo one. I actually we thought that one was really good. Definitely had some chorizo. The sauce was good. Good marinated. It, it was, um, I, I found that the meat in the cowboy was just a little tough. I enjoyed this one though, but I'll tell you the one I liked the most. And again, even though the meat was a little, maybe a little dry, a little overcooked was that street taco was really good. Oh, I haven't had one of those yet. Oh. 
know. Let me try this left. chicken one. I ate the, all the street the tacos. Tinga. Sorry. The street taco was good. I really like. Oh, you Chris. ate them all. Yeah. I really liked the. I'm sort of like a bland foods guy. I can deal without the salsa as long as it's like a good comforting flavor and texture. I'm good with that. I really like the flavor and the texture of the tortillas on the corn. Tor- I think it was corn tortillas on the uh, the street taco. That was that was good. It was delicious. This, the, this chicken one was a little. It's a little. Um, the tinga. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Not uh, for other people. Good flavor, but it's just a little too spicy for me. That's not my not my jam. The chorizo had some like onion and maybe some like uh, pepper in it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It wasn't. I don't like some of the stuff that's too acidic or spicy, but that that the the chorizo one was good. I would come back for for more of those. I'm love, I'm I'm a big chorizo fan lately. It's it's chorizo's come into my life and it's really spiced things up a oh, bit. Nice. <laughs> one thing I'll say is that um you do not have to order a lot at uh, Abuelitas to get a good lunch. Like so the the cowboy tacos come in a pair the uh detingas came in a pair and the chori chicken came in a pair and really those two is all you would need i would say these tacos are pretty uh they're about the size of enchiladas they're big pretty big they're They're big big. you know one political comment i'll make is you know they say the mark of a lot of americans like to say that they'd like to drink a beer with their politicians so when they like to have somebody in office that they could sit down and drink a beer with i won't speak on behalf of jolie but i know that i've drank Hundreds, Couple. potentially thousands of beers with Jolie. So uh, <laughs> I think that one year when they had that that run of that Rhineland, Rhinelander, Rhinelander, yeah. For some reason, Columbia, Missouri was flooded with Rhinelander beer. He found it in a warehouse. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was an abandoned cases of Rhinelander. And it would physically make you ill, but we found that if we bought one, if we could afford one nice six pack, just one nice that we could share before we cracked into the Rhinelander, it really was a nice thing to kind of, I don't know, just laid the framework for the rest of the night. It did, yeah. If you could get the good beer in before the Rhinelander, <laughs> well, I always, the night just went much better. I would buy a case of Rhinelander, which I think was $3. It's <laughs> 20, wasn't it 24? For yeah. Three bucks? Yeah, long, 24. Long, yeah. But plus the 10 cent per bottle. Right. Yeah. Right. Like it so all evened out pretty nicely. Um, <laughs> and I would cook a couple steaks and have a gal over for a date. And I would serve Rhinelander because it sounded <laughs> like I had really splurged because <laughs> it came out in a bottle and uh, had that European name to it. So, But I think that was the only beer in a bottle that we could afford. Oh, it was absolutely the only beer in the yeah. Otherwise, it was Olympia, Black Label, yeah. a little Mad Dog, a little Cisco. <laughs> that wasn't beer. I went to no. college in Pittsburgh, so we were all about Iron City beer mm. and Yingling. That was where you could get Yingling everywhere you good, went. Yeah. Jolie, what are your thoughts on these tacos? You know, I, first of all, I'm appreciative that any place will do a vegetarian taco. Because when I'm when I'm looking for a taco, the first thing I, I look for is can I get one without meat? I have to tell you that the people who do vegetarian tacos the best are the ones who kind of think a little bit about it. Those tacos were fine. That'd be like what I'd make at my house. You know, it, it really, you did need the salsa. There was literally no flavor because there was no meat, right? And so uh, you really needed that. So I... I'm not sure I'd go back. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I'd go back. I mean, I'd go back if I got to hang out with you guys. Sure. You could just go back and you could go back, you know, get some of the street tacos or something. And I'm appreciative, like I said, of any place that will make you a taco. Some places just say we won't do that. And I get that. I mean, you say I could get that at home. I could also interpret that to be "Hmm, nice homemade tacos. 
Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you know what these were? They were nice homemade tacos. I'm putting the spin on it. I yeah, like that. they were nice homemade the tacos. Political spin. Hey, maybe you should write write Jolie's speeches for her whenever yeah. she has to talk Clean about tacos. Clean that up tacos. for me a little bit, would you? Yeah, well, well, that was just um, I'm workshopping it still. It's yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like too bad about giving sort of a meh because uh, you know they they aren't Kansas City Missouri tacos. Oh, oh wait a minute, they were Missouri tacos. They were Missouri, but they were Northmore Missouri. From Northmore, what I remember, yeah. Northmore. What I'm is, not running for mayor, Northmore. I don't understand what North. <laughs> I don't understand what North is. It M O R E. It's like a more like M O O. Oh, it's spooky. Yeah, very spooky. How long has it been called? I because I thought it was like a mar- speaking of marketing, like a marketing spin where they're like, come up north where there's more. Oh. Let's call it Northmore. I have to assume that there's a more somewhere. And is this there, is the north one. I think the moor is that little polluted creek behind Adelita's. <laughs> where the radioactive hound is dwelling. Yeah. Well, isn't a moor like a, a landscape as opposed to a water? I don't think it's a it's water. It's a giant sweeping, yeah, like. Isn't a moor like a swampy area? No, I think it's. Wow. I feel like Google it is. Talk about ignorance. We really <laughs> do not know. I think there's a swamp component to it. Definitely some a foggy component. Oh, I yeah. agree that there's fog. Definitely a mysterious component. <laughs> there's definitely I think a more is any stretch of land where something mysterious or a murder has happened. There's definitely been some murders over there. Yeah. In Northmore? In the there could be some ghosts. <laughs> but it's always this guy wearing armor with a sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a tract of open, uncultivated upland. A heath. I thought it was on a hillside. Oh, That's what oh. I, thought. I, had I always thought wrong. the moor. What's the bottom of a moor called? Uh, a bog. A bog. Okay. <laughs> so a moor might should, have a bog component. Yes. Then. They yeah. should change it to North Bog. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go on record. So here on the show, we do five out of five golden tacos being the best. What would your rating of uh, Adelita's? I'm going to give it a solid three. Three out of five golden tacos. Okay. Chris? I'd do a four, I would say. I actually, to be honest, I had the vegetarian. I seriously had the vegetarian taco the other day, and I really love the beans. So I would go four. I just am a big refried bean. I think. Fan. I think if I think that Louis if I have, a she, uh, she's not. Oh, I, I, I'm okay with the refried Whoops. bean, but I, I I think it either needed more cheese or more salsa for me to go to four. I think that's all I needed: more cheese or more salsa. And we should go on the record and say they don't have vegetarian tacos there, but they didn't blink when I asked them See, to make them. And that's so. what you know what that's that, what she she, she that's what sniff I love. that out. Yeah, she, that's what I love. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're willing to do it. Or accommodate. Give it a shot. Yeah. I appreciated that uh, street taco. I think I would really like it after a night of of being out and having a couple. Skateboarding. It would, yeah. Just uh, being the ginchiest gidge. <laughs> and then, uh, so I, I think like, even though it was a little bland, it would, it would, it would, I, I think I'd like that. And I liked the chori chicken. I think I'm going to go, I would say a three, maybe a 3.5. Mm. I these are all super delicious. I just downed that Tinga one. That was delicious. The, the Tinga. The chicken. They're great. Each one of them's different. They're very heavy tacos. You could throw this across the room and hit someone in the head and give them like a headache. Yes. You could <laughs> you could do some free weight crunches. With, yeah. With, with this one, tacos. I've eaten half of it and it's still heavy in my hand. You'll notice after you lift the taco up to your mouth and down a few times, like that bicep is really popping and yeah. you get that little pain right on top. Yeah. There. I'm close to Chris. I would say 4.1 out of 5 golden tacos. 
These three that we've had were delicious. I'd love to try the street and any other tacos they have there. Is that a jab at me because I ate all the street tacos? You were looking directly at (laughs) Chris when you said that. I picked up on that. I think that's totally a jab. I'd love to try the vegetarian taco, but maybe if they put some bacon in it and maybe like some chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Then I might really, really like it. That that bring it the flavor that I did not get. Yeah. And a lot of cheese maybe and maybe some little bacon bits crumbled on top of the bacon. So we do this segment here on the show called Bad Reviews, Read in a Funny Voice. These are bad reviews of Adelitas, but I'm going to ask my guests to read them in funny voices. Do you want to do some bad reviews in funny voices? Let's give it a shot. All right. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right. Michael, you want to go first? Sure. Uh going to take a stab at this. Jimmo from Line Creek, Northern Heights, KC Mo said, My finger hovered over the stars trying to justify more than one, but I just couldn't do it. The lady started naming food that I didn't order. When I walked up to the counter, I suppose she thought I was picking up a go-to order. I said, no, I'm here to eat in. I want to order I want to order of street tacos, and I like hamburger. And she said, okay, cowboy tacos, but ours are steak. And I said, well, if that's what they are, I'll try them. I don't know what cowboy tacos were. I said, like the sign says behind you, street tacos. She said, okay, I paid and sat down, and after a very short wait, she brought my order of two tacos with burnt bits and hard, tasteless meat. One hunk of gristle that I spat out on my plate. Horrible. But I was limited in time, so I choked it down so I could be at my destination on the other side of town on time. BTW. I Googled cowboy tacos. Google didn't know what they were either. (laughs) I do know I won't be back. Adios, Adelitas. (laughs) One star. One star. Wow. Man. He was confused by the cowboy tacos, too. I know, which is weird because he was kind of a cowboy. Yeah. He was having a bad acid reflux. He was. From those uh, street tacos. All right, Jolie, what do you have? Oh, well, now the tables have turned, haven't they? So it helps to be an actor sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure I'm in an argument for that, but thank you for doing it for me. Well, Gina P. says, my husband and I went there for the first time. We will not be back. Very disappointed that the food was bland and service was less than warm and inviting. I had the quesadilla with a (laughs) side of rice. My husband had a street taco platter. My quesadilla came out, but nothing else. Finally, his meal came out and I had to ask for my side of rice. The rice was not cooked all the way and had no flavor. My quesadilla was bland, but edible. The street taco platter was greasy and not any good. Chips and salsa were extra. There was loud rap music playing in the kitchen, which also does not lend to an inviting atmosphere. Mm. Basically, a huge waste of time and money. The only two staff working were both young and really didn't seem to give a damn, so talking to them would have been pointless. 
don't bother going here one star. Whoa. Wow. Sometimes angry neighbors take that energy out into the world with them wherever they go. I feel like there were some microaggressions in that. I think there were some macroaggressions. Yeah, Gina was not happy. There's a lot of complaints on this show. I've heard of people who get real upset when when chips and salsa are extra charged. Yeah. Seems to be a real taco no-no. Usually it's the case with takeout. Well, I guess no, because Tequila Harry's and Jalapeno's always gives you free chips and salsa, but places like this will always charge for chips and salsa. These... um, well, this place is getting its feet underneath itself. It's a brand new place in a in an area that had a bunch of great Mexican restaurants at one point, but then they closed because of the bog and the more right, yeah, yeah. The, and that murderous night clinking yeah, around, right, and the demon dogs with the red eyes <laughs> yeah. that go. Well, there's one on either side of them, yeah, like right. Higgins on Magnum PI. <laughs> But yeah, well, the uh, whole rap music in the kitchen thing—I mean, that's uh, oh, that's that's going to turn some customers off. I think. <laughs> certain types of certain customers. types of customers. Chris, what was the customers music that I do not want to attract to my restaurant? <laughs> yeah, the um, there was no music today. There was the uh, local newscast was playing, okay, uh, and they're showing uh, Patrick Mahomes talking about the upcoming. Uh, win or the upcoming game, I should say, this Sunday, and whether or not it was a must-win game. Okay. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, I would just like to sidebar here. I've been noticing, and a friend pointed this out, who's also from Kansas City on her Instagram as she's visiting her family for Christmas. The motto of "Home of the Beefs" for McDonald's—it's their Chiefs motto that's up everywhere. Home of the Beefs. We don't say that. <laughs> I've seen a lot of billboards for maybe it. in Hollywood they say that. that. There's a giant uh there there's a giant McDonald's billboard that says home of the beefs. I have not seen this. <laughs> On the way from here to my parents' That's house. That's a stretch. And I agree, but Google it. Is it's, it in Kansas City, Missouri? It's it's, it's in That sounds like a KCK type it's thing. It's definitely right? in KCK. Okay. Definitely okay. on the Kansas side. Okay. We're seeing lots of home of the beefs McDonald's uh, advertising. What does that have to do with Patrick Mahomes? It's it's in Chiefs color. It's in Chiefs font. It's saying McDonald's is supporting the Chiefs, but instead of Chiefs, they're saying beefs. That's a <laughs> I get it. You. I get it. I get it. it. I'm surprised you haven't seen this. I've seen it, but it's only on like one billboard. It's not like all over town. Oh no. It's more the Mahomes stuff is more like. Mahomes for the holidays, and they're doing play on the name Mahomes. Well, I didn't mean direct. I meant associating Mahomes with the Chiefs. Okay. Mahomes made me think of Chiefs, which made me think of... Listen, I don't know why you guys are mad at me. Julie, I want to ask you, <laughs> is there any way you can get Patrick Mahomes to en- to endorse you? <laughs> that would be quite a feat, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, just then just sail right into victory. Yeah. 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 Let me work on that. I'll tell you what. I want to put in a plug right now for Patrick Mahomes' dog, who has his own Instagram account. Okay. His name is Steel the Pit. S-T-E-E-L. Steel the Pit. Nice. Uh, check it out. You get to see pictures of uh, Steel. Pre-game, post-game, cuddling with the quarterback. It's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Does his dog have a curly curly hair? No, just this gorgeous oh. steel blue pit bull. I picture his dog having a headband and curly hair. Just maybe like they him. could do like a little hat with that sort of thing. Yeah, just so they can kind of like make they that did. Happen. They put that on the the T Rex outside of Union Station. Yes, yeah. they did. Could yes, we, they um, did. Could we get maybe a a big picture of Jolie? And um, have like justice on the bottom of it, and then set that 
uh, lean it up against the goalpost. And then when Patrick Mahomes throws a touchdown, he could just run into the end zone and hold up that justice sign. So he that would be his endorsement. Do you think oh. we could get him to do that? Yeah, I think there's a pretty good chance it could happen. Or, or, you know, maybe we could just slap my face up on that home of the beefs thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, either way. One it's the, you standing with your arms crossed above a hamburger. <laughs> One of those two promotional ideas would certainly be a strong move. I'm sure. I'm going to run that past the consultants. Right. Yeah. See what they say. Well, I, uh, for the record, I officially endorse Jolie Justice for mayor. Whoa. Whoa. Oh over Twitter. There we go. I already did it over Man, Twitter a couple two months ago. Huge, huge celebrity endorsements. I got this guy sitting right here in this room, and then I don't know if you guys saw this. Lotus Pool Records came out for me last week. Nice, Whoa, yeah, yeah, we yes, did see we that. Did. Yeah. Big, big deal. Nice. Yeah, that. yeah. So, well, to recap, Adelitas twenty five zero two Northwest Vivian Road, Northmore, Missouri. Six four one five zero. If you're having a hankering <laughs> for some tasty tacos, stop on by Adelitas. You won't be disappointed unless you don't like rap music playing in the kitchen. Or right. Patrick Mahomes interviews. Yeah. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, folks. Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. It's artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy Voice of Action's self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster Children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Gardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. Now, this is the time of the show where we talk about the town that the tacos are in. This is the special, serious, political version of Town of the Taco. Jolie? Are you ready for Town of the Taco? I am ready. Anybody want to sing the Town of the Taco theme? Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. Awesome. Thanks, Michael. Chris, you want to, me and you have some serious taco questions with a taco twist for Jolie about the political situation in the city right now? So we had the Lotus Pool 20th anniversary show on KKFI. Mm -hmm. Six years ago, October. Oh, that's right. And on it, Jolie, you were quoted as saying that Lotus Pool Records would do less for the Kansas City economy than a, a VCR uh, factory in the West Bottoms. <laughs> Was I really quoted as saying that? Yeah. God, um, what a horrible friend. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but I, I now now that Lotus Pool manufactures and distributes eight tracks we're putting you remember zoom rocking in rio i think I you do. know it well I we do. spent a, a several summers listening to that but do you think we're any better in terms for the uh, the economy now that we're getting into eight track sales yeah i i'm, I'm gonna take back what i said earlier oh well yeah, i'm thank gonna you. here's here's the here's the mark of a i think a really talented um politician is is a woman who can realize or a sets, man oh come on the future is female michael <laughs> yeah, well, 
why is it all the politicians have to be women now? But truly, I have the ability to look back and say, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. Lotus Pool, you are going to be the economic engine that keeps this city moving forward. Well, Julie, at least Northmore, you the know, Northmore I, area. I, yeah, in the Northmore area. <laughs> I love you as a friend. Let me just tell you though, I recently did an inventory of Lotus Pool's finances. I added up all the money we've made selling music <laughs> and all the money it's cost us to make that music, and there is a gaping hole between those two numbers <laughs> and uh in no way have they ever resulted in me having to pay taxes but so. it sounds like you boosted the local economy by 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 buying lots of stuff well there aren't a lot of eight track manufacturers <laughs> oh, in kansas yeah. city so no we well, let been- me tell you about this so one night i decide you know what i'm gonna listen to this taco the town podcast i'm just gonna check it out and uh i was i was having trouble sleeping that night and so I'm up, and uh, I found out through all of this that you were re-releasing Zoom uh, on, on I guess it's on, I don't know. A-track a- a- and yeah. vinyl. And- so I, I was at a particularly tough time, both politically and personally, and whatever you put out there— just turn my life around, Chris. And so when you're talking about the future of Kansas City and what fuels the leaders of Kansas City moving forward, it is definitely Lotus Pool Records. Oh, that was nice. I also think that a VHS (laughs) shop or factory in the West Bottom sounds like a very cool hipster uh, doofus business (laughs) that should open up there. Because VHS is kind of becoming a trend again. Oh gosh! So well, it could be really cool. Let me let me cap off this. <laughs> Maybe discussion. that's what I'll come do. To, there you go for Kansas City. I'll cap off this discussion by saying that um, we sold out of our first batch of Zoom A tracks and are nearly sold out of our second batch. No so joke. People buy See? are buying A tracks. You know, my first car <laughs> had an eight track player in it. It had only FM. They, I guess they thought AM radio was was going was by over, the wayside. Yeah, yeah it's it was been like, done for years now. Yeah, and so uh, it, it had FM only, and it had 8-track. And I had this amazing contraption that was a an 8-track adapter that you shoved your cassette into, and then you shoved it into your 8-track player. Cool. And uh, it really sped everything up, so everyone kind of sounded like the chipmunks. But it was amazing. I had that as well, because you could play a cassette in your 8-track right. car. Or a single. And if you think about it, for someone who has an 8-track player in their car, why would they listen to AM radio? It's 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 all about FM and A track. That's interesting. I was in an awkward position because I was already working radio and we had an FM and an AM radio station that I worked for, but I could only listen to half. I like anything that uses Atari technology that's just inserting <laughs> a, a heavy cartridge into right. a chunky <laughs> slot. Yeah. And that's how I got my radio start. We just did the carts. Anyone else work in radio? You would record yeah. everything on carts and you just shove it in. You'll remember I worked for KCOU. That's right. Um, until I was uh, summarily fired for playing an hour. Of Prince and Tar Babies. And I don't know if you've ever had a chance, but the new KCOU studios, amazing. Are they really? Yeah. I got to be on KCOU a couple years back when I was still in the Senate. Not not your KCOU. uh, Not our KCOU. Well, KJHK has incredible studios too now. Yeah. College Radio, for some reason now, has great studios. It's the golden age of audio. It did not when we were young. (laughs) Next uh, political topic here. Jolie, I am concerned that Kansas City is going to be lost in in the this whole barbecue thing, and people are always going to think of Kansas City as a barbecue town when, in reality, it's a taco town. Everyone knows that's true, but they're hiding it by saying, oh, 
barbecue, barbecue, barbecue. 2019 is going to be the year of full taco disclosure. How do we get tacos above barbecue here in the, the city of fountains and tacos? So here's the thing. I think that a city can, can walk and chew gum at the same time. And there is no reason why. Walk and chew tacos. At the same time. <laughs> I mean, for real. And so there's no reason that we have to be just a barbecue town. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think we do tacos and we do them pretty damn well. And so why don't I do this? Why don't I make a campaign promise right here on the air? Here we um, go, guys. Let's make 2019 the year of the taco. And let's make sure that when people are landing at Kansas City's brand new international airport, that when they step off that plane, they don't just smell barbecue. They smell tacos. Sounds like heaven. Sounds like the world I want to live in. (laughs) Does Jolie have your vote, Dave? Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Because all of this is going to happen, right? Absolutely. When when you are elected, this will be the first. I will do everything in my power to make that happen. The first thing you sign will be the Kansas City Taco Act. (laughs) The Taco Act of 2019. (laughs) Yes. Can we get you a a really big one? Like a big like piece of paper and then I'll bring it in and you can sign it with your big signature and you can hold it up to the camera. Jumbo pen. (laughs) Sign it in salsa. Oh my gosh, yes. And you can have a taco stamp. (laughs) (laughs) How about this? If I can pull off this whole thing and I win mayor of Kansas City, how about we have some inauguration and tacos are the uh, centerpiece of the What if instead of cutting a ribbon for ceremonies, you bite into a taco? (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Scott and I have been counting on, you know, the first show the Sun Eaters ever played ever was a fundraiser for your Senate Senate campaign. Yeah. I didn't know that. So Scott, I was like, We have got to play this inauguration. How do we get the inside (laughs) track? We'll learn. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. We will play. (laughs) Is that that. even allowed to be played anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Chris, do you have any other uh, political questions, taco questions? I don't think I had any more. Did I on the list? Uh, Yeah, there's a lot here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In college, Chris says that you enjoyed tequila, Jolie. (laughs) <laughs> do you still share executive producer Chris Garibaldi's love for tequila, or do you have a, have you matured beyond your college ways? I, I, I'm going to say I had a rough one rough tequila night with uh, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. It was a very rough night, and I unfortunately took a long hiatus from tequila. Okay. And I am excited to say that I am back, and I love <laughs> really really good tequila. It turns out I don't like bad tequila, which is maybe what Chris was serving me. Well, <laughs> yes. Did you, know, <laughs> did you mix that yourself, Chris? No, we uh, we were all out. Um, Jolie's friend Julie was in town for the evening, and we were out celebrating. But I will say that you know, we got Jolie back home. We got her... <laughs> We got her in a in a good place. I I, I don't want to you know it was not gratuitous what Jolie did. Just maybe one drink too many, uh, which was what we ate it up to fifteen. I don't know what the number was, but it was. Uh, but we were we all handled the 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 evening responsibly. Jolie, what is your stance on D mags? D-Mags. Double, double margaritas. Um, Another host. executive producer. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Invention. I, I don't know what that is, and I don't approve. <laughs> I just I don't like the name. I don't like yeah. And Good I'm I'm, I'm and I'm kind of a purist now when it comes to tequila. I mean, I'll just I'll I want to just drink good tequila straight. Do you like mezcal? Uh, 
No, I don't. Oh, really? I don't like anything smoky. Oh, man. Yeah. See, that's really I'm a weirdo. Different. I don't like scotch. I don't like mezcal. I'm I don't really like... into mezcal now. Yeah. Tequila is no. almost too sweet for me. I like the I like the kind of clear silver tequilas, and I like drinking tequilas, but I, yeah, I don't mix them with anything. I hate mm. the sweet. Here are some... Here are some pretty hard-hitting, uh, very, these are in the news all, every day, light, uh, light rail, the streetcar, mm-hmm. uh, news stories. Here we go. Are there any plans of extending if, if you get elected, when you get elected? Is there any chance you could extend the light rail to hit all of the major taco streets in Kansas City, KCK, Kansas Avenue, and maybe Southwest Boulevard? Can we get the streetcar to go to where our tacos are most plentiful here in the city? Well, what we might have to do first is maybe bring the tacos to the streetcar because it's a pretty big undertaking. And, More taco and I've gone trucks. through, yeah. So, I mean, let's let's figure that out. But um, the answer is sure. Yeah, absolutely. You going to help me do it? Let's make it happen. Sure. I have a shovel. I can start digging this, the rail. <laughs> let's and, do it. And we just got to get the, the rail. And it's hey, I am a huge proponent of public and mass transit. So, anything we can do to, to bring the people to the tacos, I am all Sky over cars. it. Sky cars. Sky cars, cable cars, sky cars. Is there any? Um, what about the uh, the the gondolas? The Clay Chastain gondolas, yeah. yeah. Is that happening? Those, those kind of fizzled out. Yeah, didn't really uh, have you know any money to do that. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's been kind of a sad thing that okay. that, that didn't happen. But the streetcar is a tremendous success. It's correct? a tremendous success. Is there and, any plans to extend the streetcar? Yeah, Not absolutely. To make this a no, no, show. no. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, the good news is is we had just went through three elections last year, and we're already going to be extending it to UMKC, which is fantastic. So oh, we'll be Westport, going right, all right, the way down to Westport. 51st Street, and it'll just be going right down Main. And so you'll be able to get to all of those different. I mean, the thing is, is we're already taking the streetcar to the tacos. People just have to be willing to walk about a block. And I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Here are some, you can just answer these with one one word, okay. one sentence. So these are some big, um, big uh, city issues right now. Yeah. You realize you're asking a lawyer and a politician to answer questions with one word, but I'm going to do my best. So let's talk about taco infrastructure, streets. So Warnell Road, is it just me or is that road constantly under construction? It's like a bomb went off every, my car, I had to drive down Warnell Road every day for the past three weeks. I think this section is called a middle-aged man complains (laughs) to a politician. That road is a mess. It's always seems to be the worst, bumpiest, Pothole Road in the town. What is up with Warnell Road? And can we get that fixed forever and ever? That's a one-word question? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We can, okay, great. That's all I needed. Yes, uh, it's bad. And yes, we're fixing it <laughs> right now, actually. <laughs> so um, saving historic buildings in Kansas City. Where does that... I mean, uh, there's this place called... What is it? What's the, the local Westport company? It's like Historic Kansas City or something that saves there, there's the There's a group buildings. called Historic KC, yes. That tries to save the old buildings. Like right now, they're planning on... Somebody's going to tear down that old church on the plaza and put up some weird futuristic <laughs> monolith. Why would, what's, can we get, how do we save all these cool old buildings in Kansas City and make sure that we save our history here in the town? Yeah, I think that's a very good question. The, the, it's interesting. The church you're talking about is the, um, the, the Christian Science Church there on the corner. And it's actually the church itself that wants to make the change. So oh, it's a really? really difficult situation because the people who own the property want to take down their own church and build something in exchange because they're looking um, toward the future and that's what they want. But at the same time, there are a lot of folks that uh, don't want to see that happen. And so I, I think the biggest thing you can do when you're opposed to that is contact your council person and your mayor and say, here's what I would like to see. And so I think that Kansas City does a 
fairly good job of maintaining historic buildings, but they could do better. And I, you know, it's going to, that's going to be a tough one though, because when you've got the owners of the property, it's yeah, a tough one. That, what yeah. is Kansas City doing about Walt Disney's original Laugh-O-Gram Studios? And so I believe that it is still standing and it is um, right now. I think there are lots of people who are talking about the future of it, but it has not been torn down. Don't do it. To the best of my knowledge. Chris, do you have a um, heart in Kansas City? Talk? You guys really want at her. This is called <laughs> Taco Hall. This is yeah. like this is Just bring it. Taco Town Hall. It's a Taco Town Hall. Oh, Chris, you wanted to ask her about a taco shaped monorail. Oh yes, so I was. That was more along the. I thought maybe we could rip out the streetcar and put up a taco-shaped monorail, just and then rip just rip it out of there. It's not. I, a, I think that might cause some problems. But what about this? You know, <laughs> have you ever seen when we wrap one of the streetcars? Yeah. What if we wrapped one and made it look like a taco? Oh, that that is a good idea. That's what I love. You bring people of different opinions together, right. Jolie. That's that's a mark of a good politician. I yeah. Appreciate so let's that. let's do that. Let's 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 make tacos the form of uh, transportation of the. I day. feel like you're not only going to be the mayor of Kansas City, but you're also going to be the mayor of fun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I would say you're going to make Kansas City the home of the beefs again. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. So my dream is the, the thingamajigs, the sky sculptures. What are they called? Sky stations on, on, on Bartle Hall. Bartle Hall. Mm-hmm. I want to get large floating tacos on each one of those spires to kind of announce, hey, we're no longer just barbecue here in KC. We are a taco town. Maybe on your election day, can you get me into the building and allow me to scale those <laughs> spires and put those taco floating tacos up? No. Okay. Yeah, right. that's not going to happen. I, I just thought this would be a good time to ask. Y- you know what? <laughs> you, if you don't ask, you don't get. So, right. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. But what if we were able to figure out something like during National Taco Week where maybe we could do some projections, like some 3D tacos okay. or something? Taco or, holograms. Yeah, something like that. Or, you know, that big, uh, you know how that Marriott downtown, they can put yeah. pictures on it now. Yeah. What if we had dancing tacos or something? I don't know. What is uh, your feeling like about a, dancing tacos? <clears throat> I'm all for where it. they got little legs. And, yeah, yeah, I'm like tacos with legs and arms. Okay. Well, why not dirigibles like the cover of Pink Floyd's Animals? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. We could get Molly Balloons to build us some floating tacos. and Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have your permission, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks well, for... when you get arrested, I know. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll know the mayor at that point. We'll get you out of that trouble. I'll get you a lawyer. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for answering those questions, and I think we got a lot accomplished, and um, thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back after this break. Hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here, or Sasquatch if you prefer. You know, one question folks are always asking me is, Bigfoot, what's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco the Town, I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters and they might just play it on the show. 310-597-4803. 
If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot, or Sasquatch. Just don't call me Skunk Ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. Bigfoot Collectors Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, this is the last part of the show. This is called Taco Topics. This is where I get your guys' in-depth taco feelings. Question one, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? I start by whether there's meat and then go from there. And as I mentioned, I love the crunch. I love a crunch. I'm like Jolie, but with meat. So it's got to have meat. I like that crunch. Jolie, no meat, just beans. I like meat substitutes, to be clear. I'm a big fan of jackfruit. Oh, yeah. Like a okay. jackfruit taco. Have I, you had the jackfruit taco at Tiki Taco? I have not. It's good. Question two, do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I prefer soft corn tortillas. Uh, I'm crunchy, but then if I got to go soft, it's corn tortilla, but you got to double it up so it doesn't fall apart. Yep. I don't yeah. like that flour stuff. Hot or mild salsa? Mm, I like hot salsa on the side so I can measure how much I put on it. Michael likes mild. What about lime? You like a little lime on there? A little lime makes everything better. Lime it up. It's lime time. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to interject. It's always time for a little lime. <laughs> I no longer enjoy lime. What? What happened? I don't. I take the lime off of my Bloody Marys. I take the lime out of my double margaritas, also known as D-Mags. I don't put lime on my tacos. I'm completely anti-lime now in my older age. What happened? Something happened? I just don't like it. You started to get those lime shakes? It just, yeah. Lime makes? It's a little tart. <laughs> like when they put lime in my Bloody Mary, I can't drink it. Oh, I'm in trouble with my wife now for saying that. <laughs> What's the problem? Executive producer Sarah Garibaldi. Let's address what your real problem is. Is you said that your salivary glands are seizing. I tried. I gave you a tart enchilada casserole that you rejected because you said it was too vinegary. Do we need to leave the room? I feel like we should call <laughs> in a couple's and you therapist. Said in your old age, your salivary glands, <laughs> are, your salivary glands are seizing. Are seizing up. <laughs> That's what you said, so that's doing that. All right, here we go. Let's get back to this. Um, Jolene, Michael, if you're not eating tacos, what do you eat the most of? Pizza. What's your favorite Kansas City pizza? Il Lazarone. Oh, hey, hey, that's one that of our place. favorites, too. Oh, I love that place. Jolie, uh, this is a very important question. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? It's the best taco town. Like, take that state line and just call it the greater taco yeah. area. Yeah, I mean, just absolutely. We're bringing it home. Is there something taco-wise you think you would change about Kansas City's taco scene? Maybe more taco trucks? I think tacos on the streetcar and more jackfruit tacos. I have to say that after listening to this program for over a year, I would say Kansas City is a great taco town because I've been learning more and more about it. I'm I'm excited now to try more taco places here in KC. So I think you've done a good job of advancing the taco profile of Kansas City. Getting the word out there, mm -hmm. promoting all the amazing tacos. This I had no awesome. idea. I had no idea. Is there a minister of tacos in your cabinet? There is now. There yes. is now. All right, great. That's, there's a and his name is <laughs> Ronald <laughs> McDarvish, and he lives in Raytown. Northmore. <laughs> Northmore. <laughs> what are some other good taco towns that you visited or lived in and I've never lived in a taco town other than Kansas City, but I've visited a few. I mean, Austin, for sure. I've had some some good tacos there. Actually, a lot of tacos in Texas. 
they they get that right. L.A. I mean, absolutely, they got they got the taco thing going on. Even Chicago, a little bit. I like to pretend that um, breakfast tacos are kind of like tacos that are wearing a blanket, kind of like they're still sleeping. Oh, yeah, and that didn't make eat, any sense to yeah, me. Yeah, and then you eat yeah. them, and then you you've woken them up, and you <laughs> eat them. That's just my little story I like to tell myself. <laughs> I'm glad that you have that. That's good. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? I don't like dessert tacos. Or like with chocolate? Yeah. Maybe if someone could come up with one, maybe. I don't know. I just I don't like dessert tacos. I think the only time I've had is when I've had too many tacos. I just can't like if have... If I have one I'm more, like, I'm going to Yeah, I'll hurl. Yeah. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Yeah, I can't do the cilantro. I've got the, the gene. Tastes like soap. You know, the problem with tacos that I find is they don't, and, and this is a risky thing to say on this podcast, and I think today avoided this, but more often than not, tacos are very difficult to travel. And I, I don't like it when I pick up a taco and the soft shell has just instantly splits apart. Yeah. So that's why I tend to go more crunchy, just because it, it, it contains the essence of the taco better than a soft shell. This is the speed round. First thing that pops into your head, these are yay or nay questions. These are different taco types. You guys ready? Yes. Ready. Taco pizza. Nay. nay. Taco salad. Nay. nay. Taco burgers. No. Nay. Taco dogs. Nay. Nay. Taquitos. Yay. Nay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Yay. Choco tacos. Nay. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. Yay. Nay. It's a breakfast taco. Yay. You like that. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. <laughs> What's that feeling on my toes? <laughs> no. No, you're eating me. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Help. And finally, tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese. No. Nay. We didn't talk much about Taco Bell, Jolie. Uh, what's your, what are your feelings on Taco Bell? Do you have a go-to Taco Bell order, or do, or do you stay away from T-Bell? You know, I kind of stay away. I, it used to be a, a, one of the only fast food options as a vegetarian, but now that McDonald's will let me buy an Egg McMuffin with no Canadian bacon any time of the day or night, I just don't need it anymore. All right. Uh, one last question. What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Oh, my God. I don't know. Kind of right now I'm doing a lot of Freddie Fender, so mm. maybe Wasted Days and Wasted Nights. That's a good one. I think in the spring, though, it'd probably have to be Islands in the Stream with Kenny go. Rogers and Dolly Parton. That's a great I just song. kind of my love for tacos. Well, this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me like lovers do. Jolie, do you have a taco question you'd like to ask me? Yes, I do. As far as I'm putting together my taco platform, because as we've mentioned, I'm actually running for mayor of Kansas City. And, and I guess, w would you be willing, should I be successful in this election, to, to serve as my taco minister? I would be honored. I think it's a uh, lifelong dream of mine to serve Kansas City on the taco front. Excellent. Thank you. I think that's what I've been doing for the last year. I've kind of been training for it, for that position. Yeah. But I never knew that position existed until today. Yeah, no, and it's a thing. And uh, I just really think that we can take Kansas City to the next level. I mean, we've really been on a roll. But with you at the helm of the taco ministry, I just, I, the future is, is ours. Do I have to wear a suit? You have to wear a taco suit. <laughs> and a tie. 
Sweet and taco <laughs> tie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll, well, I'll think about it. Okay. Let me think about it. No, this is kind of a one-time offer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm there. Hey, you know where to find me <laughs> every Taco Tuesday. Off I'll be some... out front of City Hall <laughs> with my sign saying, you promised me a position in your cabinet. What part of Warnell Road do you work on or live off of so that I can make sure that it's a complete wasteland and you can't make it? I mean, it is really bad right now. I don't know what happens on that street, but it's like Beirut, 1980. <laughs> hey, guess what? Help is on the way. Thank you so much. This is the end of the show. Do you guys have anything you'd like to promote, Jolie? I mean, what what's going on? You got anything coming up? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I have to say. For those of you who like the idea of Kansas City becoming Taco Town, make sure you go to the polls on April 2nd. Vote for justice. Nice. Uh, the only thing I have to plug is to get out to the your polling place and you vote for Jolie Justice on April 2nd. Justice for mayor. I would say it's time this this city's got got some taco justice. <laughs> would that be appropriate? That would be more than appropriate. I've got some closing comments for our guests. I'll say um, every once in a while I'm asked to to name my favorite actor, uh, and without blinking, I say it's Michael McMillan. It, I've gone on record. I've seen almost everything he's done. He has a tremendous range. I don't think the world realizes what a phenomenal actor he I'm is. I'm still not recover. Thank you, but I'm still not recovering from that week-long period where I portrayed you in a community play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it was hard pretending to be abused oh. as a young child. <laughs> Sincerely, I, I, I love you as an actor and an artist. I am privileged to be your uh, well, brother Thank you. That's very sweet, but I feel like this is ramping up to a compliment about Julie. It Tuck. is. It definitely <laughs> is. And I would say, actually, you know, I grew up, I was born in New York. I grew up in Chicago. When I met Jolie, uh, she was a hardcore Missourian and very proud of this state. And of course, Scott and I, the cynical smart asses that we were, were like, what? Missouri? We grew up in Chicago. You know, we thought we were, but I've actually realized I've spent more of my life in the state of Missouri than any other state uh, in this union. And I definitely understand now and empathize with that pride that you were uh, emanating back in college. And it is just uh, phenomenal that you're up for being the mayor of Kansas City and all the service you've done for this this, uh, wow. this state. So thank you. Thank you. And I am very excited. And I would encourage folks to take a good look at you and, and vote for you uh, because I've never met... Uh, you know, you are not a politician. You're a person who loves the state and loves the people of the state and wants to help everyone that you can. But sincerely, this is not a career thing. This is about being a public servant. So you couldn't ask for a better politician, regardless wow. of uh, your you are hired. Beliefs. Will you go with me on the road? You don't this want be to great. be associated with me in any way. <laughs> <laughs> so in that way. You're uh, definitely going to have this podcast uh, taken down. So. <laughs> My contribution. We are to going you. to be getting a letter from your people <laughs> saying you got you got you got to pull this. Yeah, I got I got a lot of podcasts we're going to have to pull probably. So. Yeah, my contribution <laughs> to your campaign is to just keep my distance and, and vote. <laughs> Thank you again, Michael and Jolie, for being on the show. Thanks for having it's us. Been for an having amazing us. afternoon. Thank you for the talk tacos with you and thanks for talking tacos with me thank you please rate and review the podcast on itunes stitcher and podbean your reviews mean a lot to us if you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review 
suggest a taco tip, or ask us a question, please check out our Facebook page at Taco the Town KC and our Instagram and Twitter at Taco the Town KC. And as always, you can also reach out via email by sending us a message to Taco the Town Topics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat some tacos! tacos.